This is Move Out the Way with Alicia Lee and Angelina Rosario. This podcast was created to clear your path and balance your mind, body, and soul. Hello, MOTW tribe. This is Alicia and Angelina, and we are so excited to be back with another episode. Hi, everyone. Hey, everyone. We missed you guys. I know we have. I know we've been MIA for a little bit. Life life has happened. It has been, wow, a really fast-paced beginning of 2021. Can you believe we're in June? Oh, my God. Yes. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, what do you mean we're in June? What just happened? It's unbelievable. I feel like I blinked and we're halfway through 2021 and (laughs) we're here though. And we're just happy to be back together and to be recording this episode. And Angelina really picked this topic and is super excited about it. So I'm going to let her kind of lead us into what today's episode is. And what are we talking about? Oh my gosh. Why is it my favorite topic. And I just learned right before we got on about what's happening in our world. So the leash is right. I don't really look at the news or know what's going on with sports. So it's good. It's going to be a great conversation. So tune in. We promise to make it no more than 30 minutes to that. Yes. So we're going to be talking about burnout. I know I probably feel you guys right now. I don't know, but it's such a close subject to me because I've been feeling it in so many different ways. And Alicia, I know you have, like yeah. right before yeah. our call, we're like, oh, can we tired. even record? <laughs> I know the, the burnout and on top of that, it is mental health awareness month and, or it was mental health awareness month. And we're a little bit late recording now, but divine timing. And it all aligned because, you know, I was just telling Angelina that this week, everything went down with Naomi Osaka and our topic was burnout and mental health. And for anyone who follows sports, she's one of our greatest tennis players and She's basically dropping out of the, she dropped out of the French Open to prioritize her mental health, which is huge on so many levels. It takes, like, I describe this as courageous, like watching her stand up for herself and say, like, I mentally don't have the capacity to do this and I can't do interviews. And then choosing to step down and not play in the French Open was really courageous. And she's really making a bold statement for so many people. And you know, it translates into anything that you do for a living. Her career is that she's an athlete and she's a tennis player, but the same applies to any job that you hold, everything that you do. We're all going to go through these moments that we experience burnout and have these tough mental health moments. And so, and I'd love for you to walk us through just, you know, you, we're talking about stress, mental health, and just really the definition and defining them for everyone listening. Yeah, so I just recently actually learned this, Alicia, which was good. And I'm and I'm going to assume that you're probably asking the same thing I was asking. What's the difference between stress and burnout? And before I give my own definition, I'm going to go ahead and give you Webster definition. You guys don't want to hear mine yet. Mine might sound <laughs> a little ghetto. Um, because I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it in every type of way you can think of, right? Like I mentioned before. But all right, so here it is. Burnout is a state of emotional and physical exhaustion that is brought upon by long periods of constant, unrelenting stress. It renders you feeling depleted and dejected. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So I'll give you a perfect scenario of this. Um, For me, recently, I'm going to be vulnerable on this episode. I literally felt like I lost my why. 
right? Like Mm. I literally even started crying. I've had anxiety. I felt like, why am I even doing all of this? Right. I I don't feel motivated. I, I just felt like I am doing all of this for what? And so as I was going, it was perfect because last month we were getting a lot of quotes um, from my job where they were talking about just mental health, mental, what was it? Mental month awareness. Mental health it? awareness month. Yes. It's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. <laughs> I'm like, Why? I'm getting tongue twisted here. And I literally felt like when I was getting those quotes, I was like, oh my God, I'm going through something. And who do I express myself to? That, that was it, right? Where I don't look weak. And I don't look like I'm capable of doing what I need to get done each and every day. And so that's a burnout, guys. When, when you start feeling like I have no more to give, you've lost your motivation, you feel like I don't feel like doing this anymore. This is a time you have to realize that you're going through a burnout stage. Mm. Wow. Yeah. yeah you, just, you, you just said your comment about I don't want to feel or look weak. I feel like that's just, that's naturally where you go when you're in this state of burnout and you feel depleted and like you're just stressed out, you feel weak. And I feel like that's what was also so courageous to me about the Naomi Osaka situation. Not that we want this entire episode to live around this, but this just happened was she's an athlete. You're supposed to be the toughest. You're supposed to be strong. You're supposed Mm -hmm. to go out there. You're supposed to hit that ball. Like that's what you do. She's an athlete. And for her to pause and say, and to be vulnerable and to stop and to open up and share what was going on. Like she didn't come across as weak to me. I saw courage and courage too. And I hope that we start to shift our mindset and our perception on this. And when someone is burnt out, that it's not a weakness, but it's taking a moment of courage to speak up or to pause or to do what you need to do to make yourself right again. And so I, I love that. And I'm happy that you actually said those specific words about feeling weak. Yeah, because, you know, we're we're not only courageous, I, I think we're also very ambitious women and we went to make a difference in the world, yeah. right? So part of making a difference is that you have to pretend that you're superwoman sometime and we're not, we're not, right? So right. being able to accept it is it's where I think that's a critical part and say, oh my God, I'm tired. And I may need support from my friends and I may need help or I may need to hire a coach or whatever that looks like for you to get out of that place. And let me go into stress because I think that's also yeah. very, very Take important. us into stress. Yeah. So basically stress at this point, you're, you're not, you haven't lost your why, right? You're not feeling like you're no longer want to do what you're currently doing, but you're feeling a lot of pressure. Like it's not enough. Mm. And I can give you a perfect example with that because I was mentally and physically really tired where I felt a knot in my stomach. And I, I think, Alicia, I felt like I couldn't even breathe at one point. Mm. Panic and, attack. Yeah, a panic attack. And I'm mm. like, what in the world? And it came from that, Alicia. So when I realized the two, the two are very, by the way, it, very important that you address it right away. You don't want to stay in any of them, but you need to know the difference between the two. And call it out, being aware that it's not weak. And I think, Alicia, you said the perfect word, courage. Courage. Have the courage to say, I'm burned out and I need to reset because I'm no good to anyone, not even to myself, being in this place in my life Mm -hmm. right now. 
I love that. I love that. And it's true. There's definitely a difference between burnout and stress and they go hand in hand, but I'm happy that you dove into this. Do you feel like sometimes your burnout or stress is triggered by being a perfectionist or just putting too much, wanting too much and then being hard on yourself? I'm glad you say that because I think I, I want to say no because you're the perfectionist. And that's how I think I can see you getting burned out from that place. That is death. I was was speaking about myself. I was, (laughs) but I wanted to see if I was alone in this. No, mine is being an overachiever. And I feel like I don't stop to celebrate my wins, which is probably the mental break there just to get away with my friends or with my significant other or family, whatever that looks like for me and how I'm going to celebrate my wins and just going on to the next thing. And it's never for me, like I said, it's, it's a place where I get, I get to the point that I've done so much. And then I ask myself, why am I doing all this? Mm. And I need to find your why again. And I need to find my why again. And and that's not a good place to be because so nothing can come out of it. I would love to know, you know, you mentioned you felt like you lost your why recently and how did you find it again? I had to reset and, and one, I had to be vulnerable with myself and my loved ones around, right? Like I need a mental break because it's setting boundaries. I now, as you already know, Alicia, like I got promoted um, during the pandemic, right? In a media space. I went from managing six people to, at the time we've gone through many changes now to 20 people. And when you just get promoted or got a new opportunity, you feel like you have to say yes to everything or you miss out on something. And so I have learned to say the word no. I'm I love that word now. No, actually, I can't. Do that. <laughs> nope, can't get to, on that call. Nope, not available that date. Um, but I am available these dates and mm. at this time. And um, I, you know, about me in the morning rituals, my five by five. That mm-hmm. I love it so much that I started an online program for it. Uh, because I, I do believe if I skip any of those and I go right into, again, I'm an achiever. So I go right into work, right? It's not like I'm looking at social media or I'm looking at the news. I just dive right into work and I can get lost in work for 14, 16, 18 hours and not even realize it. Hmm. Stopping and making sure that my morning ritual, spending time with God, and that looks like for me is prayer, meditation, visualization, that's gratitude, that's journaling, taking those 25 minutes and it's like five minutes each and spending that time there before I set my day started. It really does help me. Now, when I, by any chance, decide to start my day by doing work first, I find myself a lot more anxious. Mm. I also changed up my workout. I'm, I'm because my life is such a routine during the week. I find myself doing sort of like you know I do my cardio weights, cardio weights, and I started changing things up and finding fun ways to work out and burn the same amount of calories, just to make it feel like I'm doing something new. Yeah, I feel you. Like I, I do feel like I recently said like life feels a little bit like a hamster wheel at times. And I think a lot of it does still have to do with the fact that we're not fully out of the pandemic. We can't resume just normal day to day. Like things are feeling a little bit more normal and, um, but we can't just go out and about like we used to, there's still a pause and you still have to take caution and you still need to think things through. And so there's definitely that level of, I do find myself at home more and working longer hours too, and falling off on my routines as well. You know, I'm human (laughs) and 
I've actually found in this time that I don't always need the morning routine. And so for me, sometimes that morning routine, doing a five by five or gratitude journaling or anything can be in the middle of the day. It could be my break Mm -hmm. to break up the work day or to do it at nighttime before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. And so changing that, those practices up have made it better for me in terms of also um, Mm. just not feeling hamster wheelie. And then even my workouts now, I've been doing sometimes like I booked tomorrow's morning workout. I did a night workout earlier in the week, just kind of changing up my workout classes because now I'm going to studios again now that I feel comfortable with that. And that has made a difference too, because then every day doesn't feel the exact same. And so I, I've been feeling a little bit, I guess, burnt out with routine, (laughs) but yeah, burnt out with always being in the same routine, eating the same foods, doing the same things. And so just trying to find different ways to spice that up, even hanging out with the same people. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's so true. And I'm glad you're saying that because, you know, we have different work hours, right? And so it's like you share your ideas. And this is why I said you need a community. And I'm so happy we're doing this episode because we are sharing things that, hey, these are the things that are really working for us. We are concerned. We talk about it with each other. Like we're concerned about our community and where they are with burnout. Um, I, you know, it's funny now the joke, the running joke now is like a hallway conversation. If you work for corporate America has become a virtual meeting, right? Everything Mm -hmm. now is a virtual way. You can literally have two, three meetings a day. Now it turns out to have eight meetings a day and that can lead to burnout. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and there's been a lot of statistics around there because you and I also talked about it, how just mental, and here's a funny thing, this whole mental awareness month, I never even paid attention to it until now. It Mm. must've been a thing every month or every year. Oh yeah. Mental health awareness month is always around, but it just didn't impact you the way it does now. And many, there's, there's studies out there right now showing Alicia, I don't know if you know any of the numbers, like showing that it, they hit, they're literally, the numbers have risen. Like their numbers yeah. are much higher now. Yeah. It's bananas to me when you look at it. And because also, and I hate to say this because I think social media is such a great platform, but that too can burn you out because you're also competing and you're feeling like, oh my God, I'm not doing enough. So then you start comparing and competing and then that leads to burnout and stress because you just feel like I'm not there yet. I'm, you know, we talked about this before because I don't mean like, where is this coming from? But when I detach myself from all these things of comparing and competing, I'm much more at peace and I can walk, run my path. And Alicia, I think you're the same way as me. And I hope, I don't know, maybe someone out there also has a laundry list of things that also we do daily, that we write a list of things that we have to get done. And I like to scratch things off. And if I don't scratch them off, I have anxiety. (laughs) You do. Yeah. You are very militant with your lists and your routine. I can't say that I'm, I create my lists, but I'm more of a creative. So I float (laughs) and I'll fall into my creative moments and I'll want to do something creative and I come back in. So I'm more of like, woo woo, floating around where (laughs) you are so militant and I admire that. And I wish that I could just literally say, this is my list of what I'm going to do today. Cause for me, I create that list, but then I'll have like a moment and I'm like, I want to work on this right now. This feels right. <laughs> no, no, it's funny you say this because I had to change it up. 
And so for me, the laundry list of not accomplishing everything on that list was creating anxiety and stress in my life, which again can lead to the many things that I'm already dealing with to burnout. So now another strategy that I have that has been working for me is I have the three must do. Three must do, and that's including within the three, the one most important task I have to get done for the day. And not feel bad if I didn't get everything else done and not and not go to bed with that anxiety and feeling like I don't feel like I did enough today. So that felt really good for me. If that's helpful, if you're like the ones that like to scratch things off your list and feel like you're not good enough, you, you didn't because your friend next door decided to tell you everything they accomplished for the day. And you feel like, wow, I didn't do any of that. It's okay. It is okay because that's unnecessary stress that you're carrying on your own. Yeah. We're not in the business of comparing. We're in the business of lifting each other up. So what's for me is for me. What's for you is for you. It's at your speed. It's at my speed. It's at God's speed. Like that's Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Yes. Yes. You know, I wanted to talk about really quick, Alicia, just because we pulled this up, the burnout, which we pulled up the science behind it. Cause you know, I like to see what is happening out there if, if I'm the only one going through some craziness. <laughs> and I know you'd like it too as well. But it says like the burnout is on the rise at over half. So that's 52% are experiencing burnout right now in 2021, which is up by 43%. Oh yeah, absolutely. And do you, and then you see the millennials, like they actually are- The most affected. Out. Yeah, 59% are feeling burnt out. Isn't that, and then you look at the Gen Z, now they're neck to neck. They're actually at 58% mm-hmm. is reported right now. And baby boomers at 31%. Gen Xers is 54%. Is a 54, it's what, 14% jump from 40% who felt this way last year. So, yeah, and 80% of them believe that COVID impacted this, which ooh. absolutely, you know, um, this was, we're reading some stats from a, article done, some research done by Indeed. Indeed, the job hunting company did a survey of U.S. workers about their level of burnout. So it was really fascinating to see these numbers and it's really alarming how high they are. Yeah. And then we're not by ourselves. No, (laughs) we are not alone. So if you are listening to this and you are feeling burnt out, you're not alone. 59% of the population, if you are a millennial, are experiencing this. Some of the greatest athletes, as we see, like our very own Naomi Osaka is experiencing this. We are experiencing burnout. And so I think the biggest thing is, how do we get through this time? So let's share some tips on just how to deal with the burnout. Yeah. So I just touched on some rights, though. The five by five was for me. Um, changing up my exercise routine for me, like, this is great, Leisha, because you can give them your perspective and I can give them mine because I have a very set schedule. So I can only do my things in the morning, but changing up my morning workouts, just not doing the same workout has helped me. My community, uh, being vulnerable with my community and letting them know that I am tired and, you know, and they lift me back up and remind me why I'm doing this all over again. And, and that, gets me going. And also setting boundaries. I've learned the word no, right? Um, You're not going to be able to please everyone. I hope you're not out there in the business of pleasing everyone because there's going to be times that you're going to have to feel like you have to put yourself first, which is 
the key thing here. And resetting, knowing when you have to reset and it's okay to reset and recharge and refocus. So whatever that looks like for you, it could be a date. Maybe you need to get away because for me, I love vacationing. Alicia does too. Maybe that's a weekend getaway where if if not, you know, if you live in South Florida, wherever you live, find a beach, find a tree, find something, um, right? That you can spend a few minutes and just yeah. kind of take a couple of deep breaths and devote that time to yourself. I love that. Those are so good. And I feel like I'm aligned on a lot of those. The only thing I feel like I kind of do... I'm less routine. I've been kind of feeling what my heart wants to do, what my body wants to do, what my mind wants to do. And I'm grateful that I have somewhat of a flex of the flexibility to do that in terms of how I organize my days and my workflow, um, which is really, really special and important to me. But I think definitely getting out in nature helps me and saying no, I had to learn how to (laughs) not be a people pleaser because it's my natural state. And then also just uh, not being so hard on myself. And a friend sent me an article recently that because he felt like this article was me and it was about not being so hard on yourself. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so seen. And I think that when you're a perfectionist and overachiever, we don't celebrate our wins. We're on to the next. We're quick to just keep going, going, going. And that can lead to that burnout as well. And that can increase the stress. And so for me, it's just stepping back in the lane of trying to do things perfectly to um, stopping my inner critic, you know, um, that, yeah, there was a great, the article said something great about just identifying your inner critics and knowing when it's speaking versus when it's really you giving it a name. So I gave my inner critic a name. So yeah, if you want to call it Cruella, whatever it is, when those awful thoughts come to you, but you're not doing enough, you're not moving fast enough, whatever it is that can create that burnout and identifying that's your inner critic. That's not actually me. And I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And I'm doing great. And I deserve time to rest. And I deserve this break and celebrate that. So I think that that was really amazing reading that and kind of applying that and this inner critic work, but that's pretty much everything for me with burnout. And it's always going to be a work in progress, but we are not alone as we read 59% of the population right now (laughs) dealing with some of our greatest athletes. And at the end of the day, we're all human, but I love that we were able to share these just stories and, you know, ways to deal with burnout. And we hope that it helps you. And we'd love to hear from you about some of the ways that you deal with burnout. Absolutely, Alicia. Now bring us home. It was really great. And we're back. Oh my God. Do we have a quote? Wait. Okay. Okay. You, okay. So Angelina, what, what's our closing quote for tonight? All right. So the quote is by Anne Lemma. I hope I'm saying her last name correctly. But if not, it's a Puerto Rican version. So she's off. <laughs> we love okay. the Puerto Rican version. Puerto Rican version. It is almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. Ooh, I love that. Almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. So with that, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you take some time to unplug, to reset, to recharge to cancel and shut down that inner critic, to spend some time in nature and to just know that you are not alone with your burnout and take some time for yourself. So thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you next episode. We'll see you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.